Remember when Uggs were popular? People went as far as to say, I can't live without my Uggs. Oh, they're so comfortable. They're warm. They're furry. Walk around in them all day. Can't live without my Uggs. What can we actually not live without anymore? We've been tested over the last 18 months. If you want to actually dig down on this, you can go as far as water. Yes, that's a basic human necessity, absolutely. Food. Food is number one, along with water, because we can put them in the same category. Food and water, we need those things. Every living creature needs to find a way to get sustenance, needs to stay hydrated. Might be a jellyfish that doesn't need to stay hydrated. I don't know. Can some live on the beach? They do, they do really funky things, but that's a different topic. We need to pay more attention to our food supply. We really do, and we don't. We really don't. It isn't much of an election issue. Again, this election started with two sides. Look at our vaccination rollout. It's been fantastic. And everybody else saying, why are we having an election? No one wants this. And this is where the game began. Why aren't we hearing more about the impact on our agricultural industry across the country? But we're going to zero in on Ontario right now. Because we have an opportunity to speak with Ken Forth, who is the president of Foreign Agricultural Resource Management Services. Ken, thanks for taking some time for us. Good afternoon, Mike. How are you? Well, I'm jumping up and down today because we don't spend enough time thinking about how we're going to feed ourselves or how supply chains, which we have seen interrupted several times during this pandemic, how they work or where we're going to get workers who help us to get fresh produce. This is something you think about a lot. Um, Do we need to spend a little bit more time on our own mulling this over? Well, I think North America, the average person, now we're not talking about the people who absolutely have nothing and there's too many of them. We've never thought about the food supply. We've always had lots and we probably will have lots for the future. But maybe like some of the stuff that we have to buy to to produce this food, you're told six months out, eight months out. If you were ever told that for food, it'd be catastrophic, but it's not. And we were able to produce food here and we have and, and the subconscious thing that most Canadian, Canadian leaders have thought about for years is that the subconscious thing is the Americans will feed us. Well, maybe. You see what's going on down there now. If that ever turned around, like the drought in California and the fires and all that stuff, if that produce didn't come here, things would be different. Absolutely. You oversee the Seasonal Agricultural Workers Program, and you get an up-close look at seasonal agricultural workers and how things are going there. Ken, how are things going? Well, it's been different for everybody. This virus, for sure, has caused chaos in, in all of our lives. But so far, we it, and it, it takes longer to get the people, and there's some resistance to bringing, to, uh, bringing folks up because they, they don't know if they have to get a vaccine or not. And it's just been a lot more difficult. All the embassies and high commissions and ministries of labor in, in those countries work a little slower because they're working on part, you know, not, not, as, not, not at full strength. But we've got through it. We, we've got through it. We're, we're optimistic that this thing will continue. And, and thank God it hasn't become a political football because it shouldn't. This program has been in place for 54 years. It's addressed the, it's addressed the need of agriculture. Prior to these guys, by the way, 
we we used on our farms a lot of people that came here after the Second World War and after the First World War, for that matter, on our farms. We, we, we used, you know, new immigrants that came into Canada. They worked on the farms and they moved on to something else. And by the mid-60s, those immigrants weren't coming anymore. And that's why this program got into, got into place. And it's as simple as that. We need them. By the way, there's about 40 or 50,000 Ontarians that work on our farms in all kinds of capacities. They could be just harvesting people. They could be supervisors, truck drivers, equipment operators, whatever. So if this program wasn't here, they wouldn't be here either. So, it, it, you know, it's not like we hire all foreign workers. There's a lot of Canadians work on our farms, and, and it, that's something most people forget. Ken Forth joining us, president of Foreign Agricultural Resource Management Services. As we take a look at seasonal workers on farms and the Seasonal Agricultural Workers Program, so fortunately, like you say, this hasn't become a political football, but could we see politicians paying a little bit more attention to what it's taking to run farms today? That's not ever been their focus. Their focus is is to make sure the workers are, are, are well cared for. And by the way, they are. <clears throat> by and large, they are. There's always something that happens someplace. But by and large, they are taken care of very well. They do very well across in comparison to what they can do at home. They, they, they buy land at home. They build houses. And they educate their children at the university level, some of them, a lot of them. And it's a big deal. It's a big deal for everybody. The farmers need these people, but it's not only, and the people need, need the farmers. Like, all we do is produce the opportunity, and they can seize the opportunity. You hear a lot of bad press about this stuff. People are trying to make a living just running everything down, and one of the things they run down is this. The disturbing thing probably is, for your, for your uh, listeners, is that a lot of those groups that run down the foreign worker program they're funded by the federal government. How's that grab you? <laughs> wow. I mean, that's, uh, you know, that, that outlines things that we wanted to talk about today. And maybe the idea, okay, give us a scenario where maybe some, some hurdles, some added hurdles are thrown into seasonal agricultural workers coming to Canada and working here. What would that mean? Paint us a picture. Well, you, you just wouldn't, lots of us wouldn't be able to farm anymore. That's just the way that works. And maybe there wouldn't be a shortage because there's lots of produce right now coming from California, Florida, Mexico. So, but I don't think that's what we want to do. I don't think we want to have everything, like we've seen what happened in the vaccine. The vaccine wasn't produced here and we were, we were behind the eight ball for a long time. I think, we, I think Canada wants to produce some of the stuff. Obviously, we can't produce it all. Like the greenhouse industry is huge and it helps out a lot because we have something here called winter and it screws us up out in the field. But, um, but we have the greenhouse industry that supplies it. If, if we have to produce our own food because you just never know what's going to happen anymore. Like we never envisioned this pandemic being like this. We in, never envisioned the United States acting the way they do. So you just never know what's going to happen. And I, I, we keep telling the government we need these people. Most of the people there understand that i think what we what what i always ask for is that the government bureaucrats and politicians alike before they make new rules or or cause things to happen they actually talk to the industry and actually talk to the workers the workers themselves not these not these other groups the workers themselves and see what's necessary before they enact something because you know sometimes they enact stuff well-meaning 
and it just backfires. But but right now it's 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 okay. It's definitely slower, and the virus has caused a pain for everybody and in everything. But like, we're getting through it. It's been the second year now. I mean, the first year we said, "Boy, we can't wait till next year because it'll be gone." Well, I don't know when this is going to be gone, but the more people to get vaccinated, probably the better off we're going to be. Ken, really appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for speaking with us. Take care, Mike. See you soon. Good luck. That is Ken Forth, president of Foreign Agricultural Resource Management Services. Ken also is a broccoli farmer just outside of Hamilton. And so he is somebody who lives exactly what he's talking about. So right now, are we in dire straits in terms of seasonal agricultural workers no but the topic comes up every once in a while and making it difficult for workers to come in that's sometimes on that docket and as you hear from someone who farms day after day after day that's the reality that if if we're going to do that he says might not be able to farm how many farmers would we lose and then you all of a sudden become dependent on what those supply chains that we have seen stumble at times during this pandemic. And, you know, it doesn't take a pandemic only. It takes anything. A drought, floods. Uh, look at Florida when all of a sudden it kind of freezes over for a day or two. All of this. And if we're dependent on getting our crops from... A lot of places in the United States, when it comes to fruits and vegetables, are dependent on Mexico. Ken said it. You know, look at how it went with vaccines. We didn't manufacture mRNA vaccines. We're still just kind of working at getting that going. What if we had? Would have been easier to get them. And we will from now on. Well, that's great. That's vaccines. How about food? We need that, too. 